Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to another FPL Nations podcast. Uh, I'm your host today, Callum Harris, and I'm with uh, Dom here today. How are you doing, Dom? Morning, everyone. Evening, good night. Um, I'm fine. I'm just trying to relax. Um, had a little rough day yesterday with electricity. The country had no electricity at all. Um, but, you know, we survived for the most part. So, yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. I guess similar to you, we've got a um, bit of a funny term of our electric too, but mainly because of the storm that's currently taking place. Um, a few people around here lost their internet connection, but it's not quite okay. as bad as a total power outage. So if I go at any point, you know, uh, you know you've got to carry on on your own because my internet will be down. <laughs> right. That's fine. Well, that's fine. I hope mine doesn't go down. Mine yours go down. That's the only problem. That is true. There'll be listeners listening to nothing. That'll be fun for them. Um, okay, so I guess this week we'll be going over the current major double game week that is happening. I think there's about eight teams that double. Um, no, it's more than that. There's eight extra games. So I think it's about 14 or 16 games uh, in total for this week. We've got a few teams that we can talk through with some really good fixtures. We've got Brentford who have got some good fixtures. Southampton have got some good fixtures. Chelsea back on the radar again after their double blank. Uh, they have got a blank next week, but it might be worth bringing them in for Crystal Palace now, benching them next week. You know, we'll go over some of the thoughts around that. I think a lot of people are thinking about wildcarding game week 31. We've got, you know, people triple captaining Liverpool players this week, Salah, Trent, Robertson, uh, some people even going Mane, some people um, not triple captain at all, so we'll have a discussion around that, and maybe we'll see, because other people I've seen are also thinking about bench boost this week too, so if you've got a full squad of double game week players, you know, maybe bench boost is the way to go. Um, so let's start with how we got on last week, I suppose. I had a bit of a disaster, but uh, I'll let you go first, Dom. How did you get on? Uh, I um, I had a decent week. I had 77 points, which is, I think, minus four, so 73 in total. Um, For the most part, I started off uh, very disappointed because De Bruyne didn't play at all against Norwich, and I just went to the risk of starting De Bruyne and captaining him. So, you know, that, that really didn't give me a good start of the week. And then I I had my vice-captain on Fernandez, who only got two points in the first game of his two um, games for the double week. So that um that didn't, um that didn't help me at all. Uh, but I bounced back with Bowen, clutch 13 points. I always had to thank. Every time Bowen scores, now I make it my mission to tag Callum and let him know. Thank you very much for letting me know to buy him. Because that's... As all due to Callum. Um, never let him forget that. And well, obviously, Diaz got his clean sheet against Norwich and he came in clutch with an assist, which also helped me in, in the scheme of things because Cancelo didn't start or play at all. And I know that I've got a lot of people around me who have Cancelo as opposed to Diaz. So having Diaz and having Diaz get 10 points was really, really clutch. And I think one of the biggest upsets or surprises for me was Dubravka getting nine points against Aston Villa which was a fixture. I think people thought the inverse would have happened, where he would have conceded and probably lost his clean sheet early. He ended up keeping his clean sheet, 
getting three bonus points and all in all you know really giving me a big boost um in the goal and then obviously as you all know with outside of Mope's goal Fernandez came incredibly clutch at 97th minute or something like that goal against um who was it against Brighton mm. and basically sealed the deal for me he ended up getting 12 points from that double game week and giving me 24 and basically ensure that I had an amazing week so all in all a good week um I trusted my I trusted the the gut instinct I had to buy him and it was failing me up until the 97th minute of the game and it finally paid off buying Fernandez so I think it was a a very decent week I'm happy with it I'm back up now to 79k overall right yeah 79k Good, 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 and, good. Um, okay. You know, all in all, in our league too, I'm, I'm. What is it? Eleventh. Mm-hmm. And I can finally see Callum. You know, I, I, I wasn't seeing him before. Um, he was like fifty points or whatever it was ahead of me, but now I can see him over the horizon. But I'm pretty Five sure. Points. I'm pretty sure now he's just gonna go and end up triple captaining Salah and get a hundred points, and I'm never gonna see him again. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah. What happened with your um, game week? Yeah, well, if there's going to be one talk of this game week, it's going to be that Fernandez goal in the 97th minute because I've got to tell you, I was fuming. I, yeah, I could not put into words how I felt when that goal went in because the top... So I'm currently in ninth. The top eight of the league all have Fernandez captained. About three people below me also all have Fernandez captained. Um, and that goal costed me 13 points compared to the to the players around me. So I literally lost 13 points of rank, which ended up being about 30k places, um, which was quite hard wow. to take considering I'd made a judgment that Fernandez just wasn't worth it. And if you look at his points over the course of the whole season... Ah, uh, yeah, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have got that many points, really. I don't think. Um, so I can't remember exactly how many. Did he get? Did he get bonus? He must have got bonus. Yeah. yeah so that goal literally got him three bonus points. It got him a goal, so that got him eight points on his own. Um, he'd been yellow carded that game, so he was on for two points that game and four points. Um, over the course of two games, double to eight if for people who captained him. I could take that, but then 24 points overall uh, for him. Uh, and I, I captained Trent, and I could have captained Morpe, which maybe I should have done because Morpe had the double game week for me. But Trent felt like the safer option. And I came away with 12 points from Trent because he uh, kept a clean sheet. But, um, I mean, in terms of the rest of my team... Yeah, I was the uh, I was the sucker for benchings this week. So uh, Ramsdale didn't play. Cancelo got benched. De Bruyne got benched. Uh, mm-hmm. Regulon got benched. So I had yeah, that Regulon, was all yeah. three of my subs straight away um, playing, as opposed to being bench players like they're supposed to be. So then I ended up having to stomach a Dennis one pointer, a Broja two pointer. Um, luckily, Guayhi came on, got me a clean sheet. 
Uh, but yeah, nothing to write home about with my team. I had Bowen with 13, more pay with 8, but everyone's got Bowen. Um, Alexander-Arnold with the clean sheet. Roy with uh, 51 points for a 40k in total drop. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but I'm happy with my team. Onwards and upwards and all that. Um, can't help <laughs> benchings. Hopefully it should mean that Cancelo and De Bruyne both start the next game, but we'll see. Um, I think this week I'm going to be going to triple captain Alexander-Arnold. Okay, that's a big bombshell. I think you can continue there. Um, let me let me just go confirm one time because I think with the UCL fixture going the way it did, City ended up running away 5-0 winners, going four first half rows. I think I can almost guarantee... Uh, I don't want to say that. I can almost predict what lineup is going to be played. So let me just tell you based off of the substitutions what Pep is probably thinking. You're telling me that you can read so, Pep's mind? I, 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 have a, I have a decent decent inkling of what he might be doing depending on his substitutions, especially with the times. So usually if we're winning, because you know, it's, a, it's an occurrence that City would run out 5-0, 6-0 winners and they'll score like most of those goals within the first half. Mm-hmm. You can usually tell what Pep is thinking depending on what time he substitutes his players. So let me tell you right now. Um... Foden was substituted early, 61st minute. So I'm assuming that Foden is going to play um, against Tottenham. Okay. Same thing with Stones. Stones might be um, rotated in. I know Walker wasn't available for that game too, so that's also um, an option. Stones, I'm not sure that'd what be actually an interesting one, wouldn't it? Because Stones, Stones played right back for us. Walker wasn't available at all. I, I didn't get any information as to why. Mm-hmm wasn't available. He did a whole video and stuff encouraging the guys to. The portal was substituted out early, so most likely he's going to go there as well. Did De Bruyne play the whole game? Please, no. I need, I need my De Bruyne to play in the Premier League, not the, not the Champions League. De Bruyne played the whole game. Uh, That's interesting. So Sterling was substituted out. Mares played the whole game too. Sterling started, so Sterling came. Foden came off, Bernardo Silva came off, Rodri came off, Laporte came off, and Stones came off. Cancelo also played the full game, but you know why? It's because De Bruyne and Cancelo were rested against Norwich, so they were able, available to play the full 90 against Sporting. Um, so I can, almost, I can almost always see them two starting too, especially since it's Tottenham. So I can see Fording starting, I can see De Bruyne starting, I can see the Cancelo Diaz starting, um, Laporte starting as well. If Walker is available, Walker will probably start in places on Stones and right back. If Walker is not available, Stones is going to probably start at right back or Ake, depending on what Pep thinks. Um, the only iffy places for me would be um, people like Sterling and Mares, but I can see one of the two of them starting as well. So, yeah, we should be all right if you're owning De Bruyne. Cancelo, you should expect to see them back in the lineup um, definitely. next week. No, definitely. I think um, a lot of people's points rest on Man City players actually getting minutes. So when De Bruyne... Cause really, you captained De Bruyne, didn't you? You, you captained De Bruyne because he didn't play. It went to Fernandez. But if uh, De Bruyne had played... 
might actually have knocked you down a bit because uh, maybe De Bruyne doesn't get 12 points. Maybe he does, maybe he gets 20, but realistically he probably gets somewhere between 5 and 10 points. Um, but yeah, a lot of people's points rest on those Man City players playing, so I suppose as the fixtures get less congested, you know, teams yeah. start getting knocked out of cups and stuff. Hopefully we'll see less rotation with players now. Because uh, I think for the next few weeks, it goes to one Premier League fixture a week again. There's no midweek fixtures for a little mm-hmm. while. Uh, I think the yeah. last ones for a long time were this week just gone. So fingers crossed that works out. Um, yeah, it does. What's your... So, what chips have you currently got available? I have all of my chips minus the extra free hit that was given to us. Okay. So you've got triple captain, you've got bench boost, you've got one free hit, and you've got your wild card? Yep. Mm. Have you got any initial thoughts as to how you're going to utilize those chips? My initial thoughts, well, when what you said about the, what was it, the free hits on yeah. the double game week in week 36, or the bench boost, one of the two, makes sense to me, so I might pull one of those for that, especially since it's so late in the season, you expect more goals to be scored at that period in time. I think it gives me a stuff like that, where, you know, the um, most goals are scored towards the end of the season and Christmas week. So I think I'm going to hold one of my chips at least for that week. Um, and that's probably the only plan I have for them. Outside of that, I'm not sure. Because, okay, so let's go right into it, right? Because I know you mentioned that you want to check for Captain Trent for the double game coming up. I want, initially, to check a Captain, a Liverpool player, with the fixtures that they have. But, I mean, my only issue is Captain and a defender always gives you goosebumps for 90 minutes and in this case it's going to be 180 minutes because from the moment that you concede a goal regardless of who it is what it is you're going to lose four points and that's that's the only thing for me like i don't want to my whole triple captain to rest on somebody keeping a clean sheet for 90 minutes when they may not even be the reason why they concede or something happens that is like extraordinary something of the sort a penalty you know how that goes and then you're stuck with a, a captain that can't return because he's already conceded or if he returns the the four points that you missed out on affects the overall score that he gets compared to an attacking midfielder or a striker being a captain from somebody else and they get more points because they didn't get they didn't get affected by the clean sheet. You know? So mm-hmm. that's 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 my only thing with it. With Salah now, obviously that's that's the option people are gonna go with. Salah's run the form of late hasn't been encouraging to me. I mean, I, I know he's coming back from AFCON, and if, if it's any two fixtures you'd want him to catch form in, it would be these two fixtures coming up. So I get that. And I probably would still um, consider cutting him in that regard. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still contemplating. I'm still in the contemplation phase. You know, because triple captain is something I really want to land on. I, I really want to hit. I don't want to play it, and I see two blanks, and it just goes to waste. Um, so that's my only thing with it. Uh, what what made you choose? What made you so confident so early about um, Trent? Yeah, so I think you know, like I was saying a few weeks ago, where I was saying that 
I'm going to start captaining Trent every week over um, Salah because his points were just higher. So I had to look back at Salah's points and Salah hasn't had, well, Salah's only had one double digit haul since game week nine. And that was in game week 14 against Everton. uh, Merseyside derby. Maybe you'd expect Salah to score. That's not to say he's not scored between those times, but you know, there's there's quite a lot of five pointers. You know, five five, uh, two zero seven one three. You know, they're not the points that Salah's been getting. I think have been slightly overhyped by the start of the season and how well he was doing then. So you know, at the start of the season when he was getting seventeen, ten, twelve, thirteen, thirteen, twenty four. And then it stopped, and then it went five, five, eight, six, um, like that. It sort of lowered down to sort of mid to late zeros, um, and I just think that given Prince, how many points Trent's been getting? So you know, since that same time period, since game week nine, Trent's had four double digit hauls. Um, and there's only been one game, two games, where he's actually blanked. And that was Crystal Palace, where Liverpool won 3-1. So they conceded and he didn't get any attacking returns. And Everton, uh, where Salah got his haul, Alexander-Arnold didn't get anything. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's been 9-9-9-7-6-6. So I would say, on average, slightly better than Salah's points anyway. But just in terms of... Um, way Alexander Arnold plays for me personally gives a slightly higher maybe not a slightly higher ceiling but more consistently higher ceiling so Liverpool I would probably say in about 40% of games keep a clean sheet we can probably do the maths around it but that's probably not so interesting um yeah, let's assume maybe they keep clean sheets in 30 to 50% of their games. That means that Alexander Arnold's sort of in four points every other game ish um, as a baseline. Uh, then any attacking returns on top of that, whether it's assists, uh, goals, they don't get many goals, bonus points for keeping clean sheet and getting an attacking return. Uh, he's been very high on the bonus points this season. Um, I just think that he's um, more likely to get a better return and the other thing as well being Salah's form right now is not looking brilliant so obviously he's been at yeah. AFCON uh, but also he played when was it now so he played Leicester two weeks ago got one point Burnley got three points it's not inspiring and he wasn't exactly doing that amazingly before he went off to have either. So I just think that he's that Alexander Arnold's the better option here. But actually just to point out that I think option right now is Robertson because if anything I'm torn between Captain Robertson and Captain Alexander Arnold. I don't have Robertson currently, so I'd have to replace someone like Regulon with Robertson. But I could certainly see mm-hmm. Robertson scoring really well because he's been doing well since game week 13 and just flying under the radar because everyone owned Jossa Salah 
Alexander Arnold. Yeah, he's looked good. Yeah. He's looked very good recently. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, way... I understand. I was going to say, which way do you think you're swinging on the captain if you were to go for anyone, triple captain anyone? If I was going to triple captain somebody, I would think of Trent as well um, because of what you said and what you explained you know, with the overall production of somebody like Salah compared to Trent. Trent is really tempting me. But I might not, I might not, I wouldn't be surprised if I just end up not triple captain anybody and just leave the captain to Amban on a Liverpool player this week. Um, but if I was, I, I'm probably more leaning towards Trent at this point as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Um, as we're talking about it, what would you recommend for me with my, um, with my, current, my current team? Because I know you can see my team. Um, in the chat, how would you recommend my moves go from here? Because I think I have a few moves that I need to make, and I don't want to use a chip as immediately as this week. No, that's fair enough. Um, obviously, the big one here is Jota. Now, Jota's picked up an injury, hasn't he? I think he was seen on crutches, uh, coming off of the yeah. team bus at some point. I don't know whether that was going into training or. That was um, during the UCL game. Okay. Um, And I know that they were scanning for uh, ligament damage, and I know that Klopp's now confirmed him out of the Norwich game. So for me, that reduces his appeal significantly to the point that I'd probably... In your position, you only have two Liverpool players, don't you? You have Alexander-Arnold and Jota. Um, Yeah. So... No, I can't necessarily see one straight away, but I'd be looking at taking, trying to bring Salah in and possibly, I don't really know how you can fund him, possibly Fernandez. So you could do, um, you know, Fernandez to Saka, just as an example, because Saka's got a very nice run of fixtures, uh, and Jota to Salah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would give you, if you were to triple captain Salah, because I think most people probably will, um, you get you get that option as well. You can bring in Salah, but it's hard, isn't it? Because after to Salah, you're, you're going to need an extra 5 million from somewhere. So realistically, you literally have to drop a premium in order to get him in. I think Which was my plan originally, to be honest with you. Because I looked at both Fernandes and De Bruyne and said one of them will be sold. Um, I don't have a, I don't have an issue with selling either one of them, especially with the fixtures that are compared to, you know, what they have. I think it would be a, a good trade-off. So, so do you have a preference between selling Fernandes or De Bruyne right now? Fernandes, <laughs> Fernandes, yeah. Because okay. I think De Bruyne compared to Fernandes, although it's it is Leeds, I think De Bruyne just any scheme of his form. And the way City are playing is more likely to get points against Tottenham um, than vice versa with Fernandez against Leeds. Um, so I think Fernandez will definitely be the first one that I sell. But I don't. I'm not adverse to the to the point of selling both of them though, especially if I need to. You do always have the option, I suppose, of doing Jota to Salah 
and Fernandez to a Burnley player because Burnley doubled two weeks in a row. So Burnley right now, if I bring up their fixtures just a second. Yeah. All of them. Well, Brighton's defence is pretty good. But Tottenham, Leicester and Crystal Palace have all been conceding a lot of goals recently. So maybe mm-hmm. you go um maybe you go Fernandez to Corne, um the Burnley midfielder, and then you upgrade Jota to Salah. That's an option because then you have two lots of double game week players there as well. But for me personally, right. I, I think I'm free hitting in twenty seven, so it's quite hard for me to be able to plan team because uh, next week you're going to have triple Liverpool uh, well assume you have triple Liverpool or double Liverpool um, double. or an, an Arsenal player I don't know who you've got in goal currently is it Ramsdale Ramsdale yeah so you've got Ramsdale so he'll miss a fixture any Chelsea players you've got Rudiger who will miss Rudiger. a fixture um, so that's four players already missing a fixture so maybe you don't bring in a Liverpool player, if you think that you can hold the fort with uh, Alexander Arnold, it's, it's hard because if you're prepared to to free hit in 27, then it's great. But yeah, you need to be careful because Liverpool, Chelsea, and Arsenal all blank next week, so that's wow. going to be a big a big swing of things. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna have to take that in consideration. Um, and you're free hitting that week. I'm free hitting in I 27. Think... I think yeah, just because all the big yeah. teams, um, they all miss a fixture, and there's no amazing fixtures really that I can see. So yeah, I think just to just to avoid, oh, I'll be I'll be free hitting that week. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would free free hit as well. If that's the case and I'm free hitting, then I'm probably gonna just spend points and make moves. So okay. What about if I don't go Corny? Corny is probably an interesting move in spin shoot. So Fernandez to Corny, you said you increase you upgrade Jata to um Salah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just visualize this. What do you say? Oh, do I make one more move? Because they see this is the issue now. Because those are the two obvious moves, right? But then I have, I still have an issue with Gallagher, who can't play one of the two double games that he has. And I, I still have two Watford strikers that I don't want to have. And you also have Omar Bermadali, who is uh, currently on loan in the championship, so he won't play either. So, yeah. Right. There, there is some... So, so obviously Rudiger will play this week, right? So Rudiger might play in term in space of Morpay. Um, King's got a double game week, and it's Aston Villa and Crystal Palace. So I wouldn't be selling him right now. He's got a game, so it's better than nothing, in my opinion. Um, I'd say any double game week players, you've got to put them in. Really, you've got a. You know, they've got double the chance of scoring and they get double the points. So, 
for me, you know, stick King in, in in place of more pace, stick Rudiger in place of Gallagher, probably. It's a good, really good place, Crystal Palace. That should be a clean yeah. sheet for Chelsea, but then again, Chelsea haven't been keeping amazing clean sheets, so I'm not too sure. It's a hard one, isn't it? It is, it is. But you can probably afford to do the move that we said about with... Um, then again, if if you are if you do plan on free hitting next week, then Corne is probably not the one to go for because the whole point of getting Corne is the fact that he doubles two weeks in a row. So you'd probably mm-hmm. you'd probably want to bring in someone who's got a really good double now and maybe not such a good game week next week, but then after game week twenty eight has good fixtures again. So, is there any examples of that? Let's have a look. Saka, probably. Yeah, Saka's a perfect example. Chelsea players, perfect example as well. Um, okay, so Saka to Fernandes. Leeds players, like Rafinha. is a very good option, probably. Okay. Who... Who's Rafinha? Who's Rafinha playing? Uh, I thought you were saying who is Rafinha, and I was going to say you don't know <laughs> Rafinha. Uh, this week Rafinha yeah, plays Brentford. Next Brentford. week, next week he plays Tottenham, and then after that it's uh, Leicester, Norwich, Wolves, Southampton, Watford. Okay. So. Not the easiest fixtures, not the hardest fixtures, I wouldn't say. Then again, the problem with Leeds is probably the fixtures that they have this week is Man United and Liverpool. Not the easiest double, but it is a double nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, that's... Okay, I think I see. I think I see how I could work this. I just want to take advantage of the double gaming, so. so I... Potentially, if not Rafina, I might just triple up on Leeds and Arsenal altogether. Um, and go Saka and probably Smith Rowe for Fernandez and Gallagher. Um, yeah. Which will give me enough to bring Jata in for Salah. So I'll be at minus eight. And then I'll probably just start. I'll probably just start Dennis. Or King. Uh-huh. Bench King just in case. And Rudiger starts. So you're benching... Uh, King, did you say? He, well, yeah, King, I think he's already on my bench, yeah. So would you be tempted to play King in place of Morpé? Or would you prefer to play more pay? Because for me, King King against Aston Villa and Crystal Palace is a much better fixture than more pay against Burnley. Hmm. It's hard, but yeah, I could definitely see King blanking twice. But then the way I'm thinking about it is, if King blanks twice, that's four points. If more pay scores one, that's six points. So the only real gain yeah. of playing Morpé is an extra two points if he scores, whereas if King gets one goal, 
that'll be king on um, six plus two, so he'd be on eight. And if more pay blanks, he'd be on two. So the swing is kind of a difference of four. But yeah, it's a it's a hard choice. Obviously, so so what you're saying is probably so start just start both both king and Dennis on top bench Mopi and um hope that they both get more or at least one of them gets more than Mopi. Because I, I want to start all five my midfielders. Yeah. I personally that's that's what I do because if I have a double game week player then I would always play them. And Aston Villa and Crystal Palace aren't exactly you know they're not exactly Manchester City and Liverpool. You know, they they can definitely concede goals, you know. Newcastle just beat Aston Villa 1-0. Um, Crystal Palace haven't looked defensively brilliant recently. I know they kept a clean sheet last week, but before that they hadn't kept one for a long time. So, you know, I can see Watford scoring a goal in one of those games. It's just whether it comes through King or Dennis, but I think the worst thing would be if King gets a goal in each game, comes away with 12 points and... You've, you've, you're stuck with Morpé, who's not exactly a renowned striker, taking his spot, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But, you know, that's not... I don't, to be honest, I don't, there, that decision probably won't affect your transfers too much. That's kind of just a personal decision, I suppose, that you make based on who you think yeah. is going to get more points. More, point, more, more points? More pay? Something like that. Some joke in there somewhere about more. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think the real transfer is going to be what to do with Jota, what to do with Gallagher if you're doing anything with him, how to bring in Salah, and what you can do maybe about Robertson. But... All right. Can you? I think I might form? just go this. This. Hmm? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I might. I think I'm thinking of going this this game week with two Liverpool players instead of three, just based off how my team is constructed right now. Right. Um, and the two might just be Trent and Trent and Salah. Um, so, yeah, what were you about to say? Is there a way that you can do Jota to Salah, Fernandez to? You can say Smith Rowe or Saka, an Arsenal 6.57 midfielder, and do Regulon to Robertson. Or can, is that not affordable? Let me just. Maybe you're a midfielder. Um, I'm not sure. Let me open my app so I can see it. In my yeah, of so does she pick the chances for me so I can go through them step by step? Uh, Jota to Salah. Uh, Fernandez to some Arsenal midfielder. Maybe you choose Martinelli. Martinelli, yeah. Alright, so Jota to Salah. Hmm. Fernandez to Martinelli and then Regulon to Robertson. Fernandez. And then there's some Martinelli. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. How much is Martinelli? I'm not oh, I sure. Him. I think Martinelli's unavailable. 5.5, maybe? Oh, he's unavailable, is he? He's suspended. 
He's suspended, right? Uh, so let me... Maybe Smith or Osaka, then. Smith Right. And then Regulon to Robertson. I wonder if that works. I don't think it's going to. How much is Robertson? Seven. Seven points. It does. With a point one. Oh. So that is an option. Obviously, mm. it's minus eight and you're taking out. Then again, I don't expect Tottenham to keep a clean sheet against Man City and Burnley. I, I can much better see Robertson picking up 20-odd points than anything else. I like how this is shaping up. The only thing is that, but then if I do this, then Diaz, Robertson, Alexander-Arnold, Rudiger can start. So that's four in my back. With Smith-Rowe, De Bruyne, Salah, Bowen in my midfield, and I can just start my three strikers. With Gallagher, Omar Bamadeli, and... How many did I list there? 443. Um, eight. No, that's, that, that doesn't work. 442. And probably... Probably then bench Mope, start both King and, and Dennis. Bench Mope with Gallagher and Omar Bamadeli. Mm-hmm. And the Grafka as my keeper. I think that works. I think that works. Yeah. I like how this looks. Let me screenshot this. That's, that's, yeah, I guess that's just an option, really. That's not something that you'd have to. Um... It makes the most sense of what I was thinking because at least I, 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 the picks that I'm bringing in are double game week players. So that's, that's Robertson, Salah, and Martinelli. All three of them play double games. Mm-hmm. So that's, advantage of the double game week and i'm replacing people who might not score as much so fernandez against leeds regular against city and Jota, who's not going to play one game at least so i think it i think overall it makes the most sense but i'm obviously going to keep experimenting just in case i hear anything until then but i think that's the closest i'm going to be to making my decision the but i'm still not sold on people captaining though the only problem is that's a, a minus eight so it depends whether you consider Regulon to be four points better than, sorry, if you consider Robertson to be more than four points better than Regulon, whether you consider, well, Jota's not going to play, so that one's the obvious move, really. Um, moving Jota to, I guess you could call it Smithrow, and then Fernandez to Salah. For me, Salah will probably score more than four points over Fernandez. Uh, the Arsenal mid will probably score more than four points over Jota because Jota's injured. And also, um, Robertson will probably score more than four points over Regulon. That's just my opinion. So, uh, for me, that would be the, the transfer to make. But, you know, there's there's a lot of options in there, really, isn't there? As to how you can play that. I don't mind taking the minus hit now if my once I free hit next week and I can, even if I don't make up enough points now I can always make that up with my free hit um in the week after. So I have no issues with taking a minus hit now anyway too. Um especially if it plugs a few holes. And I I don't mind having a Liverpool triple in Robertson, Trent and Salah. All three of which I can well, particularly Robertson I can sell for uh, a decent defender, probably somebody like Antelo or whoever. And still have some in the bank to move across to my midfield if I need to. So I have no issues with that. Um, yeah, I think um, 
think it shapes out really well. So I think that's what I that's the direction I'll be going, at least looking at. Um so yeah. For sure, for sure. In terms of in terms of direction to other players who are deciding, like me, who who had the option of wildcarding this week or probably free hitting this week, are you um do you have any advice of, of, about how to choose those chips if anybody's considering using them this week? Mm. I think it I think everyone's obviously got a, a very different team at the moment. There's a lot of people with um Man United players in there. Um and Man United's fixtures after game week twenty eight start turning quite bad. So mm-hmm. I guess if you have triple Man United, say some people have you know, David De Gea, Ronaldo Fernandez, David De Gea, Sancho Fernandez, you know, there's a lot of people with a lot of different teams. You know, maybe you consider wildcarding slightly earlier, game week 28, when Man United's fixtures turn, they play Manchester City, Tottenham, Liverpool within three weeks. So you probably want to get rid of all three of them at that point. So potentially consider wildcarding game week 27 to, you know, where we're, where we're free hitting in game week 27 to avoid the blanks of Liverpool, Chelsea and Arsenal. Maybe you wildcard that week. Uh, take some of them out, but leave enough in there for a bench, and then go from there. Then you can take your Man United players out. You can remove some Chelsea players you may not want, or Arsenal players you may not want, or Liverpool players you may not want. But I think, I think for me, with a double game week like this, the uh, way to go is with a triple captain for a Liverpool player. I can't really see a better time to use it. You know, maybe it's a double game weeks to get announced in the future, but realistically, what's better than a Liverpool double game week than what they've got right now? And I suppose we should say, for those who actually don't know what Liverpool's double game week right now is, it's uh, Norwich and Leeds, so literally the two leakiest defences in the league. So, yeah, I, yeah, I don't really see a better better time to do it but who knows who knows um for me the i know you mentioned game week 36 earlier i yeah the chip i'm saving until then is the bench boost i want to save my bench boost until the very very last part of the season if i can and then bench boost but by bench boosting as late on as possible, you, you get basically the, the maximum team value that you can. You have the strongest bench possible. Whether that's players with double game weeks or not, you have a bench of playing players at that point that you're, you're playing. The other alternative is game week 38 as an interesting um, alternative to bench boosting that week because the three highest scoring fixtures of the season are game week one game week 38 and boxing day those three fixtures tend to have far more goals than any of the other ones so game week 38 when it's last game of the season players playing for fun some teams know they're relegated some teams you know know they've secured top four uh they're just playing for the fun of it and you get teams who are absolutely fighting for that very last scrap so you get relegation battles you get um you know teams pushing for the top four like leicester uh west ham and liverpool were last season you know playing very well at the end of the season 
you know, final day of mm-hmm. the season always brings a lot of goals. So bench boosting that day is not the worst option either. But for me, game week 36, probably with the final double game week of the season, that'll be when I'm bench boosting. And then I think in that other point, I've just got to wait until I find a good time to use my final free hit. Maybe I held it on too long. Maybe I needed to use it a bit earlier. But in week um, 38 for a free hit, it's probably not the worst thing in the world. Just bring in a load of strikers, see what they can do. Bring in a load of uh, attacking midfielders, bring in all your wing backs. Don't bother with centre backs or centre mids. Just go, go with your Salas and your De Bruyne's and your Alexander Arnold's and your Robertson's and whatnot. See how that goes. Yeah, that's basically all the chips, I think. Where do you have a time yeah. that you're using your So you're going you're going if you do, you're going triple captain this week, free hit next week. Do you have a plan for your wild card at all? Mm, no. Not yet. Just um, goes. I don't specifically don't. Yeah, and I think I'll wait on more double game weeks. Like especially if I can get the double game week where almost everyone has two games, or at least the the majority of players that double game my eleven have guaranteed double game weeks. Then is when I wild card because I'd love to be able to produce an eleven with all of them having double game weeks. And if my wild card can produce that, then I'll probably use it for that. Um, yeah. So I think an opportunity like that where a lot of teams have a double game week would be when I use it. So I think that's where I'm looking at. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What else is next on the agenda of things to talk about? Is there anything else you feel would be useful to talk about now? I think we've covered the bases. Um, I guess if all else fails, Chipper Captain Salah. Um, <laughs> or Alexander think, Arnold, depending how brave you are. Or Alexander Arnold. <laughs> or even Robertson for the, the, the 10% of how brave that, like that. Um, Robertson. Um, that may well be me genuinely yeah <laughs> but I think outside of that once you once you aim to hit I think my advice would be once you aim to hit as many double game weeks as you can you're giving yourself the better, the best opportunity to get the most points so if you have issues with creating a, a squad then try your best to attack the double game weeks that are available and aim to use the players that are going to be most likely to be in the points to get those from the double game weeks so you would um give yourself less less headache in terms of who you want to start um and who you want to buy let the double game weeks decide who you know your marquee chances should be first and then if you have to make up players after then is when you can probably make decisions so yeah and that would be my um, my ending card i think we've covered everything else though that is necessary at least for this particular game week i think it'll present more opportunities to talk next game week when you know those other um when the blank game week comes Definitely. I know that a lot of our conversation over the sort of last few months have all been around COVID cancellations, haven't they? That's been the the main talking point for us, and it's probably taken most of our time up. So it's quite nice to to have podcasts where we can just talk about the future rather than the current. You know, that's that's definitely true, and um, with some kind of um continuity where we don't have to worry about. Games being postponed, exactly. and you can actually trust that the games that are planned are the games that are going to be going up according according to schedule. So I suppose yeah, that's that's definitely for sure. 
just for everyone to remember that uh, after, I think it's this game week, COVID cancellations aren't a thing anymore. They've been scrapped by the by the FA, so there shouldn't be any more COVID cancellations after this. But with the Storm Eunice overhead, um, there's every chance that there's another cancellation on the horizon somewhere, so we'll wait and see, I suppose. But yes, definitely. Okay, uh, well, definitely keep us updated on that. Definitely, I, d- I don't think there'll be any major uh, major changes. I imagine the games will just go ahead. The stadiums are pretty well protected. Although there was a picture of the uh, the O2, which is one of the biggest. Um, I don't even know what you call it. Uh, arena, like the one of the biggest arenas in London. Uh, with part of its roof that's uh, been winded away. You know, the wind's come in and it's literally taken part of the roof off. And that's probably one of the sturdier buildings, you would think, just because of its shape. But yeah, that was damaged by the wind. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Any any cancellations will happen at the time, so there's nothing you can do about it. Don't feel bad if any of your players miss out because of it. Um also get players who are from up north because they're not affected by the wind so <laughs> right no i'm joking that's 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 definitely that's definitely an insider tip right there guys yeah triple triple captain trent's still on the cards because he's from up north and he's not in the red danger to death right warning zone so <laughs> yeah we'll see. Sure. makes sense makes sense um but yeah so i think um i have to thank everybody who's listened up until this point um as always, please be encouraged to not only subscribe and follow and share, but join the conversation. Um, be Feel free to ask us when you can join and even tell us when it's available for you because we'll try our best to make accommodation because we are very aware that time zones exist and Callum and I are separated by four hours anyway. So we'll make it work for you whenever that, that opportunity presents itself. Um, so I think that's all from me. Anything else to add, Callum? Definitely. No, good luck with everyone who's playing the triple captain this week. If it's uh, Salah that you're triple captain, um, I hope he blanks. And if it's uh, Trent that you're triple <laughs> captain, I uh, hope he scores well, unless I captain Robertson, in which case I hope he blanks. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, everyone. Well, thank you again, guys. Bye-bye. Bye for now.